0: Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I'm your host as always, David Coward, and thank you guys so so much for being a part of the show, for taking time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. It's a huge honor. It's it's just great, great, you know, opportunity that you guys are providing me to make this show a reality by listening every day, for tuning in, for being a part, for showing up, for showing you know, support, you know, thank you guys, I can't say it enough, so I've got an interesting story, um, I was on LinkedIn yesterday, and, uh, Daniel Geffen, who has a show called The Daniel Geffen Show, um, and also he has another show called Can I Pick Your Brain?, and um, huge podcaster, huge podcaster. He's had over 250 million or 250,000 listens on a show. Um, you know, just really, really great podcaster. Um, put out a post yesterday on LinkedIn um, asking people, you know, he put together a thing, talking about interviewing people on your podcast and also being interviewed on other podcasts and how that helps you grow your brand, their brand, and it's a mutually beneficial way to get, you know, to get more listeners for you and to get more listeners from them, for them. And uh, he put together a little guide um, that I'm going through, and um, I don't even know if I've shared this story with you guys. I didn't even think about it until... Um, Until this happened, uh, I told him that I was interested in getting the guide. He sent me a connection request. He's like, hey, here's the information. Sign up here to get the the guide and the information, and I'd appreciate your feedback. And I was like, yeah, heck yeah, I'll definitely give you feedback. But the funny thing is, and like I said, I'm not even sure if I've even shared this story. So I'm going to share it with you guys right now. Is Daniel Geffen is actually the podcaster who inspired me to start podcasting, um, and I feel so terrible that I haven't actually shared that story until just now, because what had happened is he started his show called the Daniel Geffen Show. It was a daily podcast. He took his phone and the headphones that plug into his phone, nothing fancy, and just started recording. You know, he'd go out into his garden. Go out to the park, different places. He'd just record when stuff would come to mind. And he was talking about how, you know, he's just doing it with, you know, just basic bare bones, no frills, just out there doing it. (coughs) Excuse me. And so that was actually what inspired me. Like, wow, this guy has a huge podcast following. He's got, you know, the ability to have all of this equipment. He's got all of this equipment, and yet he's going out and doing a podcast. He's recording on a cell phone in a park uh, with plug-in headphones, you know, and just recording his thoughts. And that's what got me to think, like, maybe I need to take the leap and start looking into this. Sorry, my sciences are still a mess. I apologize. But yeah, so that was actually the start of it. And, you know, I thought about it, and I was reading um, Alan Gannett's book, The Creative Curve, at the time. And all of it just started to come together like this perfect storm. You know, like, oh, yeah, okay, I don't have to buy thousands of dollars worth of equipment. Um, I don't have to have a fancy headphone. I don't have to have a soundboard. I don't have to do video, because so many podcasts are video now. They're doing them on YouTube and extracting the audio and putting it on the podcast. You know, I don't have to do all of this. All I have to do is have something to say, right? So, um, you know, all of that stuff came together. It all percolated. And this show is what came about as a result, you know? It's not fancy it's not high-tech. It's not expensive. Um, but, you know, I'm trying to give you guys something of value, information to share my thoughts, to talk about my endeavors in business, my writing, uh, art, you know, whatever it is that I can think of to talk about that that's interesting to me and hopefully interesting to you guys to inspire you know, you guys to go out there and try these things too and and find more fulfillment in life, to find more joy in life. There's so much down and depressing news. There's so much fake. There's so much problems. There's so many different things that are negative in the world today. It's time to start taking back our freedom, our emotions, and to say, you know what? I choose to be happy. I'm tired of... Living this life of unfulfillment. I want to try something new. I want to try something exciting. You know, I mentioned to you guys, you know, that I actually went to a paint and sip and painted. And I've done two paintings. And on the second painting, I actually, you know, had some offers from people interested in buying my work. And it's like, <laughs> this was, you know, from a painting class. I didn't think it was that special. I mean, I I had gotten several compliments on it. A lot of people liked it at the paint and sip thing, but I was like, well, they're probably just being polite, you know, or I mean, you know, what do I know? I'm no artist. I'm no painter. And yet here I am being asked if I'm interested in selling it. And I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, let me think about it. You know, let me percolate and contemplate and yeah, so, you know, definitely interesting. And, you know, here we are. You know, we're at this point where, you know, I'm finding all these wonderful things to try and do. And, you know, that's what I think everyone needs to do is just find that passion, that thing that you latch onto that you enjoy doing and going after it. And you don't have to spend a lot of money. I tell people this all the time. If you want to learn to play guitar, don't go out and buy a $3,000 guitar. Go out and buy a $200 guitar. Learn. Because then you're not going to be sitting there, like, staring at it if you don't like it. And be like, God, I spent $3,000 on it. I just really don't enjoy playing guitar. It's hard. It's not fulfilling. It wasn't what I wanted to do. But you're sitting there like, I should practice because I spent $3,000 on this guitar. That's all well and good. If you've got it to spend, go for it. The, you know, I love a good guitar. I'm, you know, I had several guitars actually before I started selling mine off. I had fourteen, and then after years of not playing, I started selling them off because I was like, these are like museum pieces. I they're not doing anyone any good. I need to give them to a good home. I looked at them as like is is like, uh, you know, uh, dogs or cats, you know, I was like, they, I need to find a good home for them where they can be loved and cared for, you know, cause I spend a lot of money on these instruments. I, I've probably spent, you know, twenty thirty thousand $30,000 on musical instruments in my life. And granted at, at one time I was playing live shows. I was touring, you know, I was meeting fantastic musicians. I was, you know, uh, opening for, for bands. I was, you know, starting to get built up into this world, this career, but unfortunately it just wasn't meant to be at that time. So, you know, every time I'd start to get somewhere, the band that I was in would start to get somewhere, something would happen and it would just crumble. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to move on to something else. And I did. And so, you know, that is where I was at, at that time so now that I'm starting to play again you know, I'm starting to get that itch where I'm like, okay might be time to get another guitar, you know but at the same time I'm trying to kind of feel it out and make sure I'm definitely going to stick with it because I've got I've got three guitars right now so, you know, I don't really need, need one but if I were to start playing with people again I might want to get another one but I've got, it's not like I've got cheap guitars either one of mine's a a 1964 Gibson J-45. Um, the other one's a Washburn. Uh, beautiful guitar. Uh, it's got a Tree of Life uh, pattern on the fretboard. Gorgeous guitar. And then I've got a Epiphone uh, acoustic electric guitar that is actually my wife's. And I let her, you know, she, she never plays it. So she gets frustrated because she thinks, like, she always tells me, she's like, you, you pick up this guitar and you make it play beautiful sounds. And when I pick it up, it doesn't do the same thing. And I'm like, you have to practice. You have to learn. I told her, I said, in fairness, I've been playing guitar for 21 years. Even me being rusty and not having played in nearly a decade, I'm still going to be further ahead than she is because I had 21 years of playing you know off and on. I mean even though I'd stopped for the most part playing heavily, I would still pick up the guitar every now and again and kind of break, you know, break my my hands back in, get the calluses built up a little bit more. And now I'm really starting to get back into it. But you know, I told her I said, "Listen, I've been playing since I was 16 years old. You know, I've played in bands. I've opened, I mean, if the band wouldn't have broke up, I would have opened for Alice in Chains. That would have been one of the biggest bands that I would have opened for. I would have been the first act. They would have been the third act. And, you know, so I'm not half bad. You you, you, you can't judge you where you're at versus where someone else is at and say, Oh, well, I'm no good at this because I'm not as good as you. And that's why I tried to teach her was, you know, I've been playing for a long time. Of course, I'm decent at it. You will get there. (laughs) You know, it just takes practice. It takes time. It takes an investment of your time, trading time you could be seen watching television or, or, you know, whatever, other tasks, and taking 20, 30 minutes and just practicing guitar and then going back to that, you know? whatever the case may be finding something that you pull time from that you're you know and insert guitar there and that's important because you know that's what I try like I said I try to teach her but that's something I'm seeing so much a theme on social media now for people that are posting inspirational messages a lot of them are talking about this theme of Not comparing yourself to what other people are doing, not getting caught in. Well, like my video only had a thousand views, well, this person's video had 50,000 views. Well, yes, it's but it's not about the numbers because my goal at the end of the day is to impact one person's life. If I can change one person's life and help them find their path, then that's what's important. I've succeeded. Now, granted, I want to help more than just one person. My goal is to help every single person that I can, that I come in contact with, as long as I'm alive. To keep doing it until I can't anymore, because I'm in a box. And that's the only time I ever want to be in a box, by the way. Because, you know, you guys have heard me talk about, you know, getting outside the box. Not even pretending like it exists going out there and trying something new, trying something different, trying something that you come up with, doing something that you love, finding your passion, and you're not going to find your passion if you're sitting in the box. That's what society wants you to be, because they want you to be in the box. They want you to be normal. They want you to be just like everybody else. They want you to be a cookie cutter, an employee, which is great. The world needs employees. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they don't, because... At the end of the day, until we get robots to a point where they can replace us in retail, people still have to do these jobs. But if you look at it, Amazon's already working on that. They've got that completely self-sufficient store that, as far as I know, the only human workers, they come in and stock the shelves. But everything else is done. User comes in, turns on the Amazon app, scans everything that they are wanting to purchase. As soon as they walk out of the store... The charges for everything that they have in their hands gets charged to their credit card or debit card whatever and that's it so it's a completely self-sufficient store with the exception of restocking and I mean you know that's definitely something that's going to come down the pike the same with Panera I mean I went into Panera not long ago and All of the self-checkout kiosks were in use, and there was actually a line, and this cashier was staying there, and I felt so bad for her. She's sitting there, and she just looks, and she's like, I'm available to ring somebody up. Nobody was even paying her any attention. They were so focused on using these self-checkout kiosks to buy their overpriced food. And, I mean, granted, it's good, but it's still very expensive. Uh, but anyway, so I, I felt sorry for, her. I didn't, I thought she was actually helping someone else. I didn't realize that there was another employee, uh, that was just asking her a question that was staying on the front of the counter. So I, uh, walked over there and had her ring me up, you know, and, uh, had a little conversation with her, you know, thanked her for helping me out, but you know, the time to start thinking about other ideas and thinking outside the box is coming because with automation, with AI and machine learning, those things that we think of as jobs now aren't really going to exist in the future. Now it may be five years off, it may be 10 years off, it may be 20 years off, but at the end of the day, it's not far off. It will happen. So, you know, just... You know, Kind of what I'm trying to do is just get out there and do something different. Think outside the box. Reinvent myself. Become a new person. Become a new type of person. Not stuck in the I work as an IT person or I'm good with working in retail or I'm a decent manager or I've done this or I've done that or I've got these achievements in my careers. I want to do something to help people find their passion and their joy and to bring about change in the world and I want to write you know I, I finished my first science fiction novel I've already got plans for five more plus the one that um that I'm started writing initially that I ended up not being able to finish because I had to write this one so that's six <clears throat> science fiction books that I've got rattling around in my head. And then on top of that, I've got two self-help books I'm planning to write. And, you know, I just, at this point, I'm ready to become an author. I'm ready to just do that, you know, just become an author. But there's so many other opportunities that are coming around too. So I'm just trying to learn as much as I can about each thing and make the right decisions. And if it's something that I can do, that I can do to help people, You better believe I'm going to jump on it and try it and do my best. And that is what excites me. is learning new things. Interacting with people. You know, finding new ways to do amazing things. So that is my message. That is my challenge. That is my maxim. Whatever you want to call it. That is my call out to you guys. The audience to find those things that you enjoy doing and take time to do them. You don't have to spend a lot of money. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars. Go out there and find something exciting. Like, for instance, the painting. It was $25 for me to be part of that paint and sip. Uh, Me and my wife and a good friend went and did it. We each paid $25 and sat there and painted and just had a good time. It wasn't expensive. And especially not if I end up selling this painting because I'll recoup the cost of the the class. So, you know, you never know what can happen when you go out there and try something new. So, guys, thank you so much. Thank you for your support. Thank you for following my, me on social media. Thank you for everything that you are doing. If you'd like to follow me on social media and you haven't yet, You can reach me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and on my website, Dual Podcasts. The website is dualpodcasts.com, D U A L P O D C A S T S.com. On all the social media, it's just Dual Podcasts. On Facebook, however, it is Car Thoughts with David. And you can reach out to me, send me a message. Tell me your thoughts about the show. You can leave me a review on iTunes. That would really help. The five-star reviews on iTunes help my standing in the algorithms so that the show gets more views and listens and you know helps me out that way so I can, you know, get more people interested in being interviewed on the show. And yeah, I mean, definitely reach out. I'd love to hear your feedback. If you've got anything you'd like me to talk about or expound upon, definitely reach out and let me know. You know, I, I will most certainly be more than happy to share more about what I'm doing or to talk about subjects if you're interested and yeah. And also, you know, interview interesting people on the show. If you got any ideas for people you'd like, like to hear me interview, let me know. I'll definitely try my best to get them on the show. And, uh, this afternoon I'm going to be interviewed on the, uh, burn the burn podcast with brandy holloway i'm super excited about that she's an awesome individual i've been listening to some of the interviews she's already had on her show i am super excited for the opportunity to be on her show and i will definitely be sharing out a link across my social media once it is live because i am i want to get on a lot of shows i want to just enjoy being interviewed, because it's such a cool process. And I've never been interviewed before. i never interviewed anybody before podcasting. And it is so much fun. So, again, thank you all for listening, for taking time out of your day. I look forward to seeing you guys again tomorrow on Car Thoughts with David. Hey, everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David. And I just want to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book. Because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them, and that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So, I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon, on Kindle, for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle Publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome, epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, introduction to podcasting, lessons learned, lessons share is the book for you. Thank you, guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.